Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn and has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Before we begin, <laughs> let's do some sponsor thanks. Hey, everybody, we here at the Pack Filler endorse products and services that we believe in. We, If we talk about it, we used it and continue to use it. All links are available at packfiller.com. And, you know, I'm not going to lie. We get a little financial support when you click those links before going to the website. So please do that. First of all, Gooder Sunglasses, people. The Wrap G's are the bomb. Full wrap design, brilliant lens, fully polarized, anti-fog and non-slip, all just 45 bucks. Look brilliant without spending stupid money. Let's make cycling affordable again, and Gooder is leading the charge. There's a pair right there. I was thinking that. Right that there. might be them. That was the pair I, I raced in the crit. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, second of all, hey, how's your back, back, your knees, your hips, your junk? If you have any sore spots, you know you shouldn't, right? So get Sam's going to fix your junk. Yep, he is. He's going he's gonna to fix your junk. With positioning, not with, no. you know, stimulation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, get your oh, ass to ambassadorcycling.com. I joke. Sam's a wonderful guy. Oh, yeah. yes, and I is. saw him this weekend, and he's now on to scotch. He's moved up from oh, uh, up bourbon to scotch. to scotch. Yeah, and I, yeah. I'm, I'm scared. I don't want to go down that path. It's all the same. I mean, <laughs> it's all whiskey. Well, well, well yeah. Yeah. it's all whiskey. It all hurts yeah. the same. Yeah, yeah. there you yeah. go. Yeah, get to AmbassadorCycling.com and start the conversation with Sam to get your bike properly fitted. You could very well be faster from the change. No, really. Next, Athletic Brewing people. Personally want to thank Athletic for my conversion to actually getting in form for some form of cycling shape. I've tricked myself into losing weight by substituting alcohol, uh, alcohol. <laughs> athletic beer into my beer enjoyment. Great variety, great flavors, and super low calories. Give it a try today. Lastly, let's throw some thanks to Scratch Labs. Clean Great tasting feel for the ride. If you haven't tried Scratch Labs bars yet, oh, do it. I have one daily for breakfast. Great taste ingredients you can actually pronounce and fuel to get you going. And might I also add, yes, pra- praise to them for adding a little tiny notch in their choose packets. Mm. Oh, Easily open on the yeah. road. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, that's when you're when you're trying to not ride both hands off the bars in the middle of the field i mean we're not vanderpool we can't just kind of go yeah i'm yeah. going 30 miles an hour and pedaling mm-hmm. and pop a wheelie on his tt bike yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. on on the ramp 
Yeah. He did in the stage of the Giro. He was yeah. he rode mm-hmm. up the hill with his wheelie. Yep. Yeah, but he, in a, tried doing a wheelie on a TT on a, bike yeah. on the ramp. Yeah. Sagan did it though yeah. already. So I down sure. down the ramp. Sagan was the first no. to really actually Sagan, just McEwen just I think used to do it too. Yeah. McEwen used to do all that stuff. So the wheelie's not new. Don't give me that shit. But on the TT bike, Sagan did it first. On the TT bike? Yeah. He probably did. I think, isn't Sagan really the original, the OG of the wheelie? I mean, like, was the, anybody of the, wheeling Of the showing him? off wheelie. Yeah. 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 But like the one hand really wheelie. wheelie. Yeah, nobody yeah. was really yeah. wheeling before him, yeah. though. I mean, Robert us. McEwen is the only one I can think. Yeah. Before Sagan? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Other guys maybe did it, but then they crashed. Like yeah. I did once upon a mm-hmm. time when I was trying to show off. On your swim varsity. You know who started it? Stingray. On your um, uh, 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 David Summers. David Summers. Davy Summers. He did it when they were sprinting with Eddie, mm-hmm. and it, this is and from American Flyers. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say this is a real. He wheelie though. It's, it's yeah. And that was why I wanted a wheelie, mm-hmm. and I fell over in a parking lot mm-hmm. and got road rash. It was shitty. It hurt. Yeah, for a long time. I got a big old raspberry on your butt. No, on my ankle. I always get the big old you sausage, do. pepperoni kind of sized chunks out of my. Ankles. Your ankles stick out. I guess so. I got bony ankles. Got a really loud theme, too. See how I brought that down? Hey, welcome to Life on Two Wheels, people. Oh, man, we've been living the cycling life. Let's name what's been going on. The Giro, I personally put on a race this weekend. Uh, Racing ourselves, we all have been doing, and get ready to throw down as many formats as possible. Jack is shaking his head because he does not even... I haven't been racing shit. He hasn't. (laughs) We are racing against the clock. Jack, in your yep. job. In and my life. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's all <laughs> ticking life. down. Yep. yep. Uh, gentlemen, we have a lot to talk about tonight. Friendly listeners, sit back, open a beverage, and play along with us. We're live as usual on YouTube, on Vimeo. Is it Vimeo? Whatever you want to call it. Vimeo. I think yep. Vimeo, Vimeo, like video. Vimeo. Yeah. yeah. We'll and Facebook. Uh, time for the question of the show, gentlemen. If you have a bucket list, what are two things on that list? And if you don't have, what are two things that should be on it? That is your introductory question. First of all, he's the man at the end of the bar, Paul Main. I'm going really generic in my introductions this time. So, Paul, two things on your bucket list. On my bucket list for what? Life, before you die. Um, well, it's hard. I'm going to do it, but I'm going to go back to Flanders and Roubaix. Flanders and Roubaix, uh, okay. Um... And that's a that's a definite. But I guess two is to uh, I still evades me evades me is is um, a uh, district championship. District championship. Yeah. I'll go until I'm ninety, and I'm the only one. That's yeah, what just ride. I'll do. I'll yeah. just keep going. I saw like, pictures of the seventy plus crit guys. Yeah, yeah. there were yeah. seventy. Stu Felk. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There were. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Stu didn't race the crit. He didn't race the crit. No. He did. The I guess race. It, yeah. Yeah. I did. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And I think he he, he podiumed. He won. Did he? I oh. think he won the road race, yes. Good for him. That's awesome. Yeah. So, district championships and, and back to the classics. Yeah. You're going to just, you're going to get the, both of those. That's easy. I don't That's know. not bucket list. That's just like, fuck it list. Yeah. Everybody just has to die fuck off. It list. Yeah. Fuck yeah. it list. <laughs> so just I'm just kidding. waiting for the just herd just to die great. off. Yep. If people start dropping like flies, yeah. Yeah. we know that Paul's it's putting a, something in their oatmeal. Mm. Yeah. That's right. It's an endurance race. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Second of all, he's the man in the middle, Jack Broadhead. Jack, mm. how are you, man? Like Good. What was the question? I didn't, uh, didn't two even items I on two items on your bucket list. You were looking at your phone while I was. I was texting. I was, yeah. yeah, yeah, 
Um, like a fucking high to, school kid. I know, right? Yeah. Um, bucket, like... Things you want to do before you die. Uh, they don't have to be cycling related. Oh, oh yeah, okay. They can be anything. Um, um, I pick cycling because that's all I, I, I yeah, do. That's I know. Um, get back. Get back racing. Get back to racing? Yeah. You want to get back to racing yeah. before you die. Mm-hmm. You guys have shit, bucket <laughs> I just want to say that. Uh, anyway. so, so I'd like to run a sub three-hour marathon. Oh, okay. That's, That's good. Cool. That's good. Yeah. Does it too? That's not too is bad, it? is it? It's, it's, it's a sub three hour marathon. It's. Hard. I mean, oh, oh. yeah. So my uh, my PR's a seven o two average oh. pace, and that is a three o eight. Oh, okay. so I'm I got to go sub sub seven minutes. Jack, I hate seven, to say this for minute. for a bucket list item. You better That's get a your horrible shit in gear. I know, right? It's all <laughs> because you're not going to be able to do sub seven. So what I figure, when you're I need 70. to retire. I need yeah. to retire from work yeah. and just, you know, just train. have fun. I think I do, too. Let's I need a sponsor. Yeah. Can you get me a sponsor? I'm working on it. Okay. I'm working on it. <laughs> just for you, Jack. The Jack yes. Broadhead Foundation. Special Olympics. Yeah. Go fund Jack. Oh, shit. <sighs> uh, third, third, he's the guy at the other end of the bar. The Mr. Jackson Bolter. Hello. You? I'm doing well, thanks. Yeah? Um, you probably don't have a bucket list yet. You're well, too young to have one. They're, uh, you're never too young for uh, anything. Four, um, four decades too young. Um, no, I too young to have kids. Yeah, yeah. for me, yeah. Um, I will say that one. I want to see uh, the riders. I want to see the riders go around the Champs Elysees. Mm-hmm. That's good. That'd good I think that'd be pretty one. special. Um, and then I had another one. What was it? I. If I could come into contact with Peter Sagan someday, that'd be pretty special. Really? Yeah. You know. Do you text him or, I mean, in Instagram message him? All the time. You know, we chat back and forth. <laughs> really? Hi, <laughs> Peter. Yeah. Do you have to do it in that same voice? <laughs> yeah. Um, either, <laughs> it's an interesting font you right, have to use right, when you're yeah. texting people to make it sound creepy. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a cursive. little scribbly cursive, but, you know, like, like you have a shaky hand. Mm. Hi, Peter. But either that or just stuff like, you know, I'm young. They're life stuff, you know. Okay. Get married, do House. the whole thing. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Me, I'm apparently the bartender serving up thoughtful cycling discussion topics because I'm behind the bar. Wow, you, you thought of that for yourself, bar. but yeah, not for no, us. We got nothing. <laughs> well, I got the, the three people at the bar. You, it's like cheers in here. Okay. And, you know, okay. and I, I'm, I want to be I'm, the mailman. I'm Sam. You're, you're Cliff. <laughs> Cliff. Yeah. You are Cliff. I am I? <laughs> I don't know friend I don't know uh that show random that well. tangents. Yeah. Um and my bucket list because I had time to do it but uh, obvious mine are actually to see the spring classics cuz I have not seen them. And also to see Saturday night live and potentially meet Lorne Michaels. That'd be amazing. That those before that's a, that's a I, and I'm one. running out of time. I yeah. Lorne's getting up there <laughs> yeah. so I'd like to I'd like that's to see That's a good one. In New York would be amazing to just oh, yeah. go been there. Time of the year. I've never oh, been to yeah, New York. Been there. I've been there twice. It's a cool mm. place. Humid. Yes, all these. I was there mm-hmm. in May, which is humid. Yeah, in mm-hmm. September, which is humid. Yeah. We Do you went, remember the Olympic festival? How freaking humid yeah. that was. Did you go to the pig picking? You did. Well, you were. That was so weird because you were USA West and I was. Yeah, USA you were North. silver. Whatever that was. Was west. that North? No, North. And you and were I West. Read. I was red. And, we, and we lived in the same both town. Same town. Yeah. How strange is that? That's you were the North and you mm-hmm. were the West. So, do you remember the Charlie Daniels concert? 
Is that where the pig picking was? Or was that after? Pig, what the we, fuck is pig picking? They pig took picking? us on buses and they like unlo- brought some pigs out of the ground and that were all cooked and we ate. How? Oh, pig, I, pig oh picking. Yeah. I thought I you meant like pigs were just going to like come no, out. No, no, you, you ate. It, they're t- tender. Yeah, it was amazing. Good food. I, I barely do. Mm. I remember it being extremely very muggy and hot mm-hmm. and we were at the opening ceremonies and we're walking around like it's Olympics. Oh. And it was, and, and you're wearing too many clothes. Yeah. And, and Charlie sticky. Daniels played the oh, opening ceremonies. Oh. And we were all there, and we wanted to run up and, and cheer Charlie because Daniels. Because of the devil, devil went down, down, down to Georgia. Georgia. <laughs> and and, and the, the guards were not letting us. And like, like we were however many thousand yeah. people were saying, let them go, let them go. And we got to run up and push okay. up against, no, just the stage. Oh. We got to rush the stage. I wish, I, well. The actually, crit was horrible. I broke the, into Tom Petty at Super Week. You broke into it. Yeah. Into so, so at how do you break Fest, into it? You know, you just like open his rib cage. And, and, you know, and they get the show. The show. Still in Oregon. You know, uh, Summerfest in Milwaukee. The whole we are festival. Really talking about stuff that the listeners. So has we no snuck in look. where the buses are, and we going. ran up the back you side of the uh, of the amphitheater and jumped the fence. The guys like yelling at us and shit. And we got in and we watched Tom Petty. Oh. That's All illegal, right. Jack. That's what fourteen-year-olds do when they're hey, accompanied. <laughs> yeah, we did. Oh, we got stories about that. Um, nothing like telling my dad that he thought we were staying with a family, and I called him and I said, "Yeah, we're These staying with some college girls." girls. Yeah, yeah. Um, gentlemen, let's talk about how our ride weeks have gone. Me personally, I raced Wednesday night. I did race the Wednesday night mountain bike series. I rode Thursday out to the race venue, and uh, that's been pretty much it. I've been in full race director mode ever since. How'd that go? Well, we're going to talk about that. Oh, I, I'm going to I'm going to talk in, in in somewhat just in detail about mm-hmm. that sort of a thing. It went well. Mm. Anybody uh, else? Anybody uh, else get a ride in? I raced Wednesday as well. Yeah. Um, rode spiritedly um, on Thursday. You did the the new Thursday Night Thunder. Yeah, I did that, um, which was good. Another. Um, Two kind of hard efforts, which I really like, especially race efforts. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yesterday, I rode yesterday, thirty uh, some miles, which was good. Oh, nice. Yeah, starting to think about our other event that we have coming up. So there we go. That's about all I've done so far. Paul, how's your cycling life been? All right. Um, Saturday went out, got about fifty miles in. Strangely, Wahoo for some reason said that it downloaded to Strava and it never showed up. You. Are the most either unlucky or <laughs> fucked up person when it comes to cycling technology. Well, then the next day it, it downloaded no problem. But anyway, you rode I went by ten miles the next day. Yeah. I, I was going to stop <laughs> by. Combined yeah. 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 yeah, I was going to stop by and see you because it was a little bit after noon. I ran into Nigel. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but I know that it just launched off. So where it crosses the Centennial Trail. Sure. Uh, ran into David w- Waples and Blake and, you know, his little party. His bachelor watching. party. Yeah, his race. bachelor party. His bachelor yeah. party, yeah. And he did his last lap with a bl- uh, inflatable doll on his handlebars. Nice. Yeah. But Sa- they put tape safe. over the nipples and everything. Oh, like oh that, good. So. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was family PG. friendly. It was yeah. PG. Yeah, when the kids good. are running around and they're going, Dad, what's that? And I'm going, <laughs> I know that <Yeah>. guy. Anyway, sorry. Oh, that's right. Then Sunday was... Uh, went out and I just did kind of out and back. It was twenty some miles on Sunday. Monday I planned on to ride, but it was uh, terrible weather at first. Mm-hmm. 
And then I picked up my wife at work, and she got food poisoning. So oh, I didn't think I should go anywhere because she was throwing up. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, tell me how it turns out. Yeah. I'm going out for three hours. There are times yeah. in married life where you got to hold somebody's hair back. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's one of those moments. Yep. Jack, should I ask? I, I got two rides on the trainer. I know. Well, I'm, well that's good. I'm still I really trying. Like that, I'm yeah. still trying to do that's that. That's good. But what? I know. That's good. Crazy, do, man. Mm-hmm. It's better than nothing. It know? is absolutely better than nothing. Yeah. It's keeping my brain sane. <clears throat> is it? Is now? Um, a ge- this genuine question. It's mm-hmm. not a sarcasm. Mm-hmm. Um, the trainer. Is it just because you just want to be able to pull on a kit and hop on and go, or is it? Is it weather oriented? No, no, nothing to do with weather. It's like I got twenty minutes to a half hour before I have to get out the door. Sure. So and that's it's just to go outside. Yeah. Almost not I, worth it. You, yeah. Well, and yeah, I'm not gonna get. I'm not going outside for a half hour ride. I'll mm-hmm. go outside for a couple hours, but I'm not. You know, it's mm-hmm. easier to go downstairs. It's already on the trainer and just get some time in. And, yeah. And go to work. That's hard to do for me to get on the trainer when it's nice outside. Yeah, but but you know, I just what? don't do it. No, yeah, but you <laughs> yeah. know, I I also would like to say that it's so funny that people will go and work out in, indoors in the gym, um, and not nobody will give them shit about it. But mm-hmm. you go down, you go indoors and work out on your trainer, and people are like, "It's fucking nice outside. Yeah. Go ride. You why aren't yeah. you riding outside?" But, but it's like because I don't have time. You twat. I mean, just shut the fuck That's up exactly and let me it. ride my bike. But you're not going to be out in the front lawn bench pressing. That's exactly yeah. what I'm yeah. and, 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 you know, Yeah, I'm not Rocky going out and, you know, yeah. and lifting stones and, and shit like that. Yeah. And, I've never, and I've never, I just never understood that whole mentality. When, when you do something on Strava and everybody just busts your balls. But then they're the same fuckers who in the same vein, if you make fun of somebody with an e-bike, they're like, hey, bikes are bikes, motherfucker. Just ease <laughs> off, man. And you're like, wait, you're a hypocrite. Shut up! I'm feeling I'm, past I'm, experiences here. I am trying. I just I've been watching. Yeah, I've been watching the news and I've been dealing with social media uh, people, yeah, so I'm a little on edge tonight. Yeah. By the way, I'm gonna I'm gonna probably swear way too much. Mm. So, um, does anybody have plans for the summer months cycling wise? Because we got into this whole spring thing, and now I don't know about you guys, but I just see this kind of this empty void in the near future, and I'm wondering what we need to do. I mean, you know, I mean. You well, you of course know that um, we're doing a fondo here in a couple weeks. Yeah. Which you say the name, yeah, with yeah. Uh, the chafe, Sandpoint chafe, yeah, yeah, which which is a terrible name, but yeah, and, and it, I, it means something, and mm-hmm. I, yeah, yeah, ate yeah. my words last time, but I still think it's a terrible <laughs> name. Which we come up with different tonight. <laughs> which we can race. You can technically race sure. that. Um, so there's that, and then um, I am really just interested in looking uh, looking for stuff around here. Um, really, you don't want to travel. You know, I, one, I don't know if I want to spend the time or the money to travel, but also there is stuff kind of coming up yeah. here and there. Around here? Yeah. Here and there. There's is little there Canadian, like, God, north of the border days. stuff. I miss yeah. those days. Kimberly yeah. or Nelson yeah. or anything like that. I don't think so. They bike race still up there? Yeah, they come down <laughs> they here do? and oh, kick our kick ass. ass. Yeah. They must be bike racing yeah. down there. Yeah. But uh, if, like, the whole team goes, I'd go, but, you know. I think just looking for stuff and staying competitive is what I'm really going to try and do. Anybody else? I'm moving to Vancouver. You so are. I'm gonna for the summer. I'm. I the 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 best thing about this. And I, I probably mentioned it last time was. <clears throat> 
Um, the show is going to be it can be a big vacancy, right? I, right. But we, can we do like a Zoom or something? I canceled Zoom, but we can do it's, something else. It's okay. funny because I came here Fuck from Zoom. exactly pretty right. much where you're going. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but the plan is, is when I'm there, I'm, I'm, I don't, I don't have three jobs. I have one and it's just to flip a house. I don't have my usual day is mm-hmm. three different things. Like today I... I just, you know, I was go, go, go from seven. So I can wake up and actually go for a ride and then start my day. I can end my day whenever I want. I can. Every day. As soon as the and kids. And there's a criterion. As, as, soon as, know, right? as soon as the kid's born, I can start training. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've already had four of them. So, yeah. I get to, you know. Um, yeah. Vancouver. Crit- mm, when yeah. is that again? 23rd, I believe, of July. Okay. I got it. It's coming fast. Yeah. I think I have it on my schedule. But yeah, I think I think the the life my lifestyle don't have will change schedule. immensely. So this will be a good test. It is the twenty cool. third. I think so. Is that a weekend? And I keep forgetting the name of it. It's not the Capital Crit. It's the anyway. If you yeah. need any places to stay, I know where to go. Well, we're staying at Jack. Yeah, I guess yeah. that's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, but, but you got to stay in the RV. I mean, yeah. you know, I'll yeah, be barbecuing yeah, yeah. though. Yeah, I'm buying a bunch of barbecues. Paul, what do you got for this summer? Well, um, possibly still do that chafe thing, and and it's really hard for me to be, you know, excited about it. And I was thinking it's about a it. Long, ride, uh, I, you know, even it's it? not so much long. I mean, the difference between doing like a Grand Fondo and what we did last weekend, it, it's just it's different for me. At mm-hmm. least it's yeah. you know, yeah, you can race, but there's you know, once you get. I think dropped, which I usually happens to me. It's like, yeah, well, well, you know, no big deal. And and to me, on a on a road race, I fight to the very end. You know, it's a, a different thing. You just don't don't quit. But you can quit anytime you want on on fondo type stuff. So, I don't know. It, it it's never really intrigued me since I've been in, you know, cycling. I just those type of rides are just really? meh. Yeah. Okay. But. If that's all we got, and and sure, it's going to be spirited, and I yeah. like that, and I'll enjoy it until I get dropped at thirty miles, and so <laughs> you know. But uh, I am looking forward to the crit down in Vancouver. I tried to pull up some information, look at the course and that type of thing already, and they had it, it wasn't coming up there. I don't yeah. know if they're working on the website or not, but that's exciting, and I can have my wife can start motor pacing me and so- change things. Okay, that's the end of July. I guess that's a good midpoint kind of a thing to focus on and have something to train for. But is that enough for you guys? I mean, because personally, I'm I'm also on board for that. I'm I'm definitely I've already signed up for the the hundred miler at the at the Chafe. But um, and I've I've got this this idea of this bike packing thing I wanted to do, which is something for me to kind of strive for because it's you know it's. 300 and some miles that I want to do in probably three days. But is is one crit, one crit in the middle of the summer enough to keep no. you going and keep you yeah. motivated? Yeah, it is. Really? For me, I mean, it, at least it's a race. I mean, it's better than the last two years. You yeah. know? Mm-hmm. Uh, we've already just, just did one, and it's like, oh, God, thank goodness. Just yeah. think how many yeah. crits we, how many races used to do a year. We used to, you, do you want to go to Montana? 80, do you want to go to Idaho? Do you want to go to Washington? Yeah. You, you know, that's like, in, all in the same weekend, you know. 
three nights a week of yeah. training races plus yeah. there was a time where you could you you could stop training and just, just race, race your way through the yeah. summer mm-hmm. because you're racing every Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday night, mm-hmm. and all weekend. Yep. But Friday gas night wasn't, track. I just Friday put, night track in it. You're just yeah. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. You're you're getting done with track and thinking about the crit in the next morning. Yeah. It's. Time it was a good change. time. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> I'm I'm going to skip a couple questions because we're we're segueing perfectly into it. I just finished off um, uh, as co race director of, of the 24 Hours of Riverside, which I had advertised here on the show. Um, and it was a classic 24-hour mountain bike race. Started at noon on Saturday, finished at noon on Sunday. We had a 12.8-mile course. We had 325 entrants, which is not what we wanted, but it is. it was a great start. We They camped. They We fed them four times throughout the, the weekend. Um, you know, porta-potties, mm-hmm. camping sites, Permits, insurance, uh, course layout, volunteers. We made we made each team supply a volunteer for a four hour shift, getting them to the proper places. Um, uh, the infield, the you know the tents, the all all the things set up. Set up. I, I was out there on Thursday yeah, and I came yeah. home yesterday, which was which is Monday for those not listening live. Um, it was. I, I slept for two and a half hours the night of the race. Um, I'm not making this a negative thing. Um, I had a, an absolutely wonderful weekend. It was so much fun. The riders were positive. The sponsor, I, Hammer Nutrition is not a sponsor of this podcast, but I want to thank them for sponsoring the event. Um, they were great. They were personable. They brought product. They, um, they were engaged. Their social media was lighting my phone up. Um, I, 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 I had shocker moments over the weekend. Um, I, I want to call out a, a listener, Sonia Pippen, who was, who walked up to me at some random point while I'm setting stuff up. And she goes, are you Pat? And I went, yeah, you know, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And she said, I listened to the show. Um, and if it wasn't for the show, I never would have found out about this race. Wow. Cool. And she then came, she won. She won. She won the uh-huh. women's, she won the wow. women's division. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. Solo? Yeah, solo. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. Really, really cool person. And who's out there looking for it? Like, a lot of people. Ride twenty four hours, but not know about it. Yeah, and listen to the show. That's a that's a strange sort of. She came up from Reno. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Um. And uh, it just it was a really positive weekend. And you know, yes, there were highs and lows. Um. My my co race director Eric Ewing, I think, did the lion's share of the work. He might not agree to that you know maybe my job was just to be the guy to help him but i don't know it was it was it was my first foray coming back into really putting on a race not being the announcer of a race putting on the race and we flipped the style of the show recently where we were doing news at the end and i I actually sometimes i think that's going to be kind of good you know we yes we need probably should talk about the zero and give us our thoughts but you know that's in the past, and I think it's a good time to keep that. So the topic is something near and dear to our hearts, as well as our memories, as we have all, everybody in this in this room on the panel, has in some way been behind the scenes of a bike race and can provide some uh, perspective on the huge need for others to do so. We were just saying, not a minute ago, about the fact that there were days back when you could race Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then have a bike race on Saturday and Sunday. 
regionally on a consistent basis. Um, so uh, our topic brought to us by our friends, by the way, at uh, Untapped Maple, pure fuel using the best Vermont maple syrup, great taste, and easy digestion, digestion, and a really cool organization. And speaking of which, good luck to the King family on their upcoming uh, birth of their son. I think it's wow. yeah, about, about nice. to happen. Ted and Laura King. Uh, so the trials, the challenges, and the need for people putting on bike races. I think I think that's an interesting topic. And thanks, Paul, for kind of throwing that out there. Um, so let's start with some perspective. I want to know everybody at this table's experience behind the scenes of a bike race, either promoting, either being involved, either volunteering, whatever it may be. What ha- what have you done? Um, and then we'll get into what those experiences were like. For example. I have been announcing bike races and been behind behind that element of it since 1999. Um, I've done road mountain, road mountain, uh, triathlon, Fondos, uh, fucking world championships for uh, for uh, Telemark skiing, um, all kinds of stuff like that. And um, I've seen a lot of stuff behind the scenes of that. And then our club. The Uribe Cycling Club were instrumental in bringing the 1984-1980 Olympic Trials and the Washington Cycling Classic together. In the Twilight Series. Yeah. Yeah. So there was a lot of stuff behind the scenes that I might not have been directly involved with there, but my parents were huge in in those elements. And so I've I've seen a lot of stuff behind the scenes. You swept a corner or two. Yeah. Well, I also helped run the photo finish camera. I remember at the Olympic Trials. I was fucking 15. Mm. You know, this... $10,000 $10,000 piece of equipment, you know, photo finish camera. It was cool. Uh, tell tell me about your experience behind the scenes. Everybody, anybody, go. Um, for me, it was, I started off as uh, unattached, and that was back in the day where you had to pay almost double the entry fee, joined a team after two years of paying, yeah. you know, double. And then at that time, each team had to put on a race. So it was our obligation. Yeah, I didn't really have to do you know that's my key point yeah we we didn't race those races and of course when you put it on and you help design it mm-hmm. that's always a frustration is like i want to be out there but yeah. this is your time to do that so and then um i can't remember if i i know i helped out on team spokane if we put on a race i mean there's always involvement as a as a racer there's time you have to sacrifice yeah and then in later days in the rebay cp did most of the promotion but laying out courses, waking up at 6 o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. doing follow vehicles, doing tech support, doing all that. I mean, and then and then pick up. And even the last team before came back to Rive, uh, River City, mm-hmm. we did <clears throat> a couple of races. And it's, you know, you have th- – that was a big enough team that, that you had great resource for volunteers. But amazingly, on the day of the race – it was always, I can't make it, you know, for whatever. And legitimate is like, you know, my son's sick and I have to stay home or blah, blah. Something is always, and you have to have that. And uh, real quickly before I, I well, no, we'll, we'll probably yeah. touch great. Don't get me started grateful. on that last yeah. second bullshit. Yeah. I, I, you know, a lot of Unless people. it's a major emergency, I don't fucking believe it. Yeah, and, and there's but a anyway, lot of yeah. times when you put on a race, your volunteers all of a sudden start disappearing. And it's not yeah. 
rare. It's very common. And yeah, no, I would and go and to their house. I would go to their house, kick in their door, and punch them in the <laughs> fucking face. But anyway, Jack, talk to me about your experience behind the behind the scenes. Um, You've done <clears> some big, I, big shit. I've done well. I've done my own stuff. I I was part of Arrive during you know the <clears throat> the trials. Mm-hmm. I don't think I got you know up to the the, the photo finish camera as more of a, a, a corner sweeper. But um, you in, bastard. I, know, I know, right? <laughs> in my late twenties, so we we have a, a road race course over on the um, west side, Vance Creek Road Race, and yeah. and so when I was probably twenty, it was our state road race championship. My first year as a senior. Oh no, I would have been nineteen, maybe. Um, over in the the far west. Well, I moved over there, and I lived there for probably six seven years before i got i left bike racing and i came back and i decided to um re start that bike race which was the our state championship and i think they'd done it a few years prior to that i just decided to get the permits and and start a bike race again so for about four years i promoted um vance creek road race the the second version i guess and um i did a state time trial championship out there near that course and i think it's the state same state tt that was used back in uh 88 88 or mm-hmm. 89 88 mm-hmm. um so i did that and then a state road race championship and then i also mixed up a couple other road races when there was some road construction around vance creek but anyway about Three to four years, I I heavily promoted, got sponsors, volunteers. It did get taken, uh, you know, basically a, a, a guy I brought into cycling um, that was a volunteer and mm-hmm. was my timer. He became the promoter for like, I think like 15 years now. Mm-hmm. So Eric Anderson. And uh, so, you know, it's, it's probably the, you know, it was, it was a very interesting um, thing to just, grassroots startup Mm -hmm. so i would go out the week of i'd get my permits i would go the night before and sweep all the corners and it's a 13 mile state or 13 mile road race course so sweeping all the farming corners because they get really dirty from tractors um that night i'd make you know uh 50 peanut butter and jelly sandwiches peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and get all the you know drinks i could and and basically get stocked up and then bring my volunteers were either people I knew from the harbor that were getting into cycling or um, there was an Olympia cycling club. So friends of them okay. that were uh, willing to come out and and be a corner marshal or a, um, a follow car for an entry fee. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they get to race for free later in the day or earlier in the day, depending upon what category they were. Um, so everybody kind of got a. You know, this is my thing. And four years later, I mean, there was there were people that were like on my list mm-hmm. calling me like, you know, can I have the morning prior to, you know, my race in yeah. the afternoon? So, okay. Jackson, you're 23. I don't expect you to have this resume of, of behind the scenes, mm-hmm. but but you have been with me doing all kinds of stuff for a long time. Yeah. I mean, I may not have the repertoire that yeah. Jack does. That yeah. was that was that was pretty cool. Um, mm-hmm. But. I yeah I've been watching you forever um, and then I've also gotten the chance ever since about my junior year like 
year before my junior year in mm-hmm. high school, um, I've been announcing, whether it be triathlons, marathons. I announced the crit a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I announced last weekend. Um, yeah, it just pretty much only announcer. Um, but I've done at this point quite a few of yeah. the of these events. Um, yeah, and I've really liked it. And sometimes that gig actually turns into something more because I remember mm-hmm. one triathlon in particular where we were almost in charge of directing the finish area, getting everybody to understand which way, okay, you're going this way for another lap, this way for this, this way for that. Mm -hmm. And even moving some of the markings of the course to help the the race directors out and stuff like that. So there's, there's a lot much involved into it. Um, You know, know, and again, because of, because of the purpose of time, but talk to me about, and anybody can, you know, answer any of these questions. We don't all throw, four of us have to answer but some, what, tell me some of the great moments about working a race some of the really cool experiences you might have had at the, you know kind of for example mine will be you know I, I'm seeing some positive results but but it's also um, on on the day of the awards you know walking up to a, a kid and handing you know giving him a free hand, water bottle or something like that and just seeing the, the excitement in their eyes or um you know, somebody coming up to you and saying, oh, my God, that was so, this was so much fun. Thank you so much. And those types of things. Those are just unbelievable experiences. And um, I do want to say that I if, if you're listening to this show, if there's one advice that my father always told me that I have to do is no matter what event I attend, I have to thank a volunteer before I leave or or an official or the race director, or somebody, you have to thank them. Even if you weren't appreciative of the race, if it didn't go your way, if something went wrong, they fucking gave up their time to be there, and and that was the deal. Thank them. And sometimes those people just coming up and saying thank you were my great great moments of, of being behind the scenes of a race. Anybody else? I actually got kicked off, a, <clears throat> you know, not to go back to running, but... So on the harbor, there's a running group, and um, there was some unappreciative talk on Facebook about how this local running um, by the city of Hoquiam was being promoted. Oh, you know, they're this and they're it's it's so disorganized and blah blah blah. And I and I probably learned this from you and your your dad when I was a kid. <laughs> but but I jumped all over that person on social media basically got kicked out of the club or banned from being able to speak in that forum because because I called them out for for giving crap to a person that so they promoted six six or seven 10ks and one half marathon in the city of Hoquiam yeah, it's That's like excellent. small. Yeah, and, but yeah. You, so every holiday, Halloween and Christmas and every St. Patrick's Day, there was always a race to yeah. do, and and he went live to like give this person some grief on social media, and I, you know, I I jumped all over him. I got kicked out of the group. Later, because we, you're the one who's the bringing one negativity him. to the group, yeah, which is a crock. Yeah, social media pisses yeah. me off so much because people are protected. Right. And they can say all these horrific yeah. things, but they would never say it to you well, in your face. And it's because so he was saying it about an entity. Personally. That's my Right. Point, he was yeah. saying it about an entity of City yeah. Hoquiam, not knowing that, you know, there's this one lady in charge. Well, yeah. no, he knows it, but knowing, you know, that and that, you know, and it'll trickle down. People won't want to do it. They're not yeah. going to show up and, and volunteer no, for, for people that don't appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. It, 
came back around and everything's good and you know everybody can i honestly say if you have a miserable time at a race just don't come back right don't don't bash it don't bash it don't hate it i've failed just don't come back i've failed some points at a race or two i've promoted so i i went to promote a um well the state road race or state time trial championship i somehow didn't get a volunteer out at the turnaround for the junior um, time trial so multiple juniors went beyond beyond yeah and it was a it was kind of a shit show so i um i mean i've had to eat a little bit of crow and like you know apologize apologize to parents yeah whoa i know well, it was buzzing my crotch. So well, I was wondering why you were reaching like, down. I was trying there. to get rid of it. <laughs> you were on it's camera while you reached oh, down. Yeah, oh. yeah. yeah. Did my eyes roll back in the back? Of my head. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> anyway, so I don't so, stop. But don't you know, stop. call me again. <laughs> so, so I have been that. So I fucked up that time trial for the juniors, and and somehow we worked it all out. I had a barbecue at my house, which was on course after that. And I had multiple parents come up to me with the juniors as we were sorting out who was really the winner and, um, and say, you know, this, this happens. It's not, it's not good. So not like a, it, it never impacted me to the point where I was like, fuck this. I'm never promoting a bike race again. Cause, cause things go wrong, you know, and we're all human and, and nobody's getting paid. I mean, no, you know, some race promoters can make some money, but mm-hmm. I never saw it as I'm doing this to make some money. Yeah. So great moments, Paul Jackson. Great yeah. moment for me. Uh, helped out Masters Nationals came to Spokane in '92, and uh, I was able because of the bike shop that I worked with, hooked up with Mavic Tech Support, and was able to do tech support and and fix bikes before, and I made met a extraordinary gentleman from Florida. Um, that had been, who's an alternate in the Olympics in 36, I think it was at that time. He's now dead, unfortunately, yeah. but, um, old age, but he, I thought he's, he is somebody to idolize And I was tuning up his bike. He brought it and put it in the stand and dial in his rear derailleur. And I said, how old are you? And he told me he was in his eighties at that point and, um, told me his story and he says, I just, I just love it. I'm just do it to the last day. And that's what he did. Wow. And I thought that was a great experience, you know, because you give your whole day and there's people when you do tech support, if you're, it, they're panicking, they're mad, they're angry or confused or whatever. Yeah. And, and you're trying to do the best you can. But here's this guy who's just grateful and he's been doing it for years and years. So, yeah, yeah that was a good one. How about the 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 reasons for doing it um we talked here about we, i mean we've mentioned multiple times the the vacancy um the fact that our season seems to be bookended we have spring races and then we cyclocross. have fall race and then we have cyclocross <laughs> yeah and and things are disappearing um what you know if if somebody's sitting listening to this show right now um who's upset about the fact that races aren't happening and might actually have some idea, a seed, a plant of an, of an idea in the back of their head. Um, what are the reasons that you did this, that you've done this, that you've been involved with this? Jackson, you probably didn't have a choice. You were, you know, I was like, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to the race. You want to, you know, you know, you're funny. You want to be on the mic and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, but, but why do it? 
what's the point? You know, if maybe somebody else will fix bike racing. Well, I think something that was important I recognized out of this last weekend was not only that I wanted to be there to help out with yeah. this like this event, but also um, over the past couple of weeks, really um, over the month month, you know, um, I've started to realize that there's some really kind of there's some really cool people mm-hmm. in the community that we have here, and I think being involved in the community is just as important as putting on races because the growth of the community also means the growth of the racing. And so um, I won, like I said, I did want to, I, I wanted to help out this weekend because it was important, but I also really wanted to show that I, that I want to be somebody who is a part of this community because like I said, it's important. We all need to have that community here if we want anything to grow. Yeah. What, I mean, could you imagine a perfect world scenario in which everybody involved in bike racing took one weekend or one weeknight to give back and put on helped with one race Mm -hmm. if everybody just took one of those races off i'm could you imagine the amount of races there would be i think that's a great utopian type of thing i think a lot of people would agree well the thing is i think majority of the people maybe 70 even 75 percent of the people would say that would be great but uh you and i were talking to bruce johnson yeah. who helped uh, ODZ put on that our mm-hmm. our Omnium that was in our area. And he said, the struggles it is that, that you have and the money that goes out, trying to find volunteers, trying to pay the insurance for follow cars. The, I mean, there's all these things, and you have to have background checks. And all, it, that's the part that bogs, to me as a promoter, bogs everything down. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that also leads for road racing, and that kills road racing in the United States mm-hmm. because that is the formula. Uh, crits, it's easier to control. You've got like kilometer, yeah, and you can do it's that. Off. Yeah, fenced yeah. off. You're still gonna get people ticked off because they can't. You know, I'm used to going through, you know, this way to My get to the other sides. Are right yeah, or, yeah. Over yeah there. there's oh. always a reason <laughs> yeah. that somebody's you're not gonna make everybody happy, but yeah. Um, but that happens with Hoopfest and Bloomsay. They they deal with the same thing. It doesn't. It's not just bike racing. So mm-hmm. that's just people. But um, yeah, it would be great. But I don't think road racing in the United States because we're so litigious. You know, there's all these loopholes to make sure nobody gets sued. Yeah, right. It is a pain in the butt, and you got to have X amount of signing now. Yeah. You know, yeah, our, right, our, so just to store all that, you know, everybody has has to have this sign here, this sign here. I mean, of course, yeah. you know, three how it is. three signs to yeah. every corner, uh, in and out of it. But uh, now that race at Vance Vance Creek, um, even that county, which is probably one of the most backwards counties. I mean, maybe not the <laughs> most, but it is. It's it's up there with. You know, Stevens? Bonners Ferry, Idaho. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so I know, right? No, nah, it's, it's home. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But no, I. It's they're requiring all the flaggers to have flagging cards. So, I mean, flagging cards. Flagging cards. So, like, if you're if you're going to work flagging? construction, if you, yeah. you work construction, you have to get a card. You have to go to be a class. Class. You have yep. to be certified yep. to hold a you know stop sign out for dump trucks that, coming on you still on have to, to do it here too so you could have a job during the week flagging at construction sites and on the weekend you could do bike racing 
normally doesn't really mesh. You know, the the bike is, racing fan that's going to help. Is this a specific USAC issue? It's a county. That's a county. It's one a county for issue. the most one of the more backed up backwards counties. I, I, it's been a while, but I know that uh, what we used at uh, Rondevon Palouse with the team I was with, um, they used a a volunteer group that actually were certified as mm-hmm. oh. as you know trafficking type of thing and they're i don't know i couldn't tell you what what the name of the group was but they were the R- rvb courses i mean you you have to design everything right-handed because it mm-hmm. gets really complicated oh, yeah. if you yep. take a left yep. or go through yep. an intersection so yep. you try and keep in that that's a, so. gr- that's a gr- great st- strategy <laughs> but you know the um I'm afraid with Vance Creek because it's gotten to the point where it is so um, developed as a bike race that sure. one year off may kill it forever. Where if we could jump in or I jump in and promote that race mm-hmm. this next year, that there's volunteers that know it. There's people that practically you know run it because they've been there for 10 years they've been there for 15 years Mm -hmm. there's i helped out at that race last uh last year i believe and um and there were people that were volunteering that were my volunteers from 15 years ago so um they there's some people some seasoned veteran volunteers that I'm afraid if you don't promote it soon, that yeah. it will go away forever, because there won't be that that trained, that trained um, that, uh, volunteer. I wow. And we paid them. I mean, there were people that never biked ra- bike race. It's one thing to pay a cyclist. You know, hey, you get free entry fee, you get some lunch, you get you know, you get back sandwich, to your sport, whatever. Yeah, all that. Yeah. But there's, you know, half of the volunteer base at that particular bike race and and Washington Trust Cycling Classic never got on a bike themselves. Yeah. They just sometimes were, it they was a corporate asked, sponsor. A right. corporate sponsor would have their employees come down and work. Well, yeah. Yep. But yeah. some people were asked and they got the bug. They started yeah. watching the tour. They yeah. started what they started loving bike racing and they were there for 10 years and never were a bike, never were a cyclist themselves. Yeah. That there are people like that parents that just like their kids are long gone and not racing bikes but they're still showing up to yeah to volunteer um wow you know this i I, there are so many directions i could go in because there are differences between the styles of events road mountain gravel fondos that are they're quite Immense. I mean, I'm just hearing you guys talk about some of the requirements for putting on a road event. That's the hardest. Has, logistically, has, has logistically almost priced itself out of the yeah. market, made it impossible. A road race, impossible. Cross easy, crit easy. Anytime you I, got um, closures. Yeah. I put on this 24-hour mountain bike race this weekend. We did not have to be associated with any governing organization. Mm-hmm. We we obtained our own insurance. Mm-hmm. And um, people signed up through a uh, you know an online yeah. registration per, and uh, that's probably package. how most fondos anything there where there's are, no there is the the NABRA North American Bicycle Racing Association based out of Oregon that does uh, very similar things that what USAC does but doesn't have all of the requirements it provides insurance provides in some cases yeah. if you're close enough 
materials like mm-hmm. signs and things like that. But it doesn't cover those local restrictions. WSBA does that uh-huh. too, but yeah. not so well on the east side yeah. of the state. But and I also think about some of the restrictions with with USA Cycling, where you have to have officials in attendance, and you have to have a mm-hmm. minimum amount of it officials depending upon the size of your event. You officials have to pay get for paid. The gas officials get town. paid when yeah. they come when they leave their house all the way yeah. to the back, mm-hmm. and. And I, 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 I am, will never bash USAC officials. I, I yeah. was one up until about two or three years ago. Uh, I let my license lapse. Um, but. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. USAC is nickel, nickel and diming themselves out of the sport. Am I wrong? Yeah, no. And and this local area being as big as it is, I would think you'd have ten USAC cycling officials here I think in this we town. Have three. You should yeah. have ten. Yeah. Like everybody should get a license. Everybody yeah. should be able to fill in. Yeah. That's that's the expensive part. Yeah. You know, the West Side has a ton of them, and they don't have to pay travel fees. Mm-hmm. They don't have to pay all that. So, so what makes bike racing difficult is expenses. I mm-hmm. mean, if you're if you're paying to have a ref drive 300 miles at 55 cents a mile or whatever, mm-hmm. you're not you're not going to put on a bike race. Yeah, and and I, I also you know the 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 monetary involvement. I I've had multiple people before this race happened, this mountain bike race that we put on, telling me about how astro- astronomical the, the registration fees were. We didn't raise them from three years ago when the last race was held. Yet I had people complaining to me. Um, I hope we break even. Yeah, we fed them four. T- every every athlete yeah. got fed four times. Yeah, that's more than we I had permits. Hours. We had insurance. Mm-hmm. We had you know all this. Mm-hmm. We had charging stations. We had generators there. We had bathrooms. We had all this kind of stuff. And, and there's fees. And, and we're hoping use. we're yeah. hoping to break even. Yeah. And I I, I do want to say that you know for you guys when you attend a race, um, what makes an entry fee reasonable and what makes it ridiculous what would you guys how would you guys justify that you know i can't we know we can't pick a dollar amount but are there some races where you tend and you go holy shit this was not worth the money and what makes a race worth the money versus not worth the money um i think it's really tough i think um there is a difference in atmosphere um i think that i I know that sounds weird but I remember when we paid for BWR, which was, I mean, to be honest, it was $200 Yeah, uh, for that race, but that was a $200 race. You show up and there are big time sponsors, Wahoo, like Envy was there, a bunch yeah. of different things. Um, 
that was a pretty big race and i felt like 200 dollars was worth that especially for like what we got out of it um i think that if you're paying 200 dollars, you should probably get like an experience like that you don't need i i don't i always think that when people say you need to get something in your registration bag or your packet you need to get something cool out of there swag yeah, yeah. swag i think that that's kind of like kind of a cop out in a way it's like oh i need to be getting stuff because i paid for stuff it's like well actually you really paid to just ride you didn't really pay to like get things you know what i mean mm-hmm. um and so that's always something that bothers me and i but i think though if you are going to charge like within the hundreds you need to be giving like some sort of experience whether it be food or whether it be um an atmosphere i think you need to create but i think like a like a like a Tuesday night ride, I think yeah, twenty twenty dollar entry fees. You know what I mean? I don't think it should be above. If it's if you're going above forty, you're probably gonna lose business. I think, um, but unfortunately, you're gonna have to st- you're gonna have to cost you're gonna have to start costing people money if you're gonna put it on weekly. So, yeah, I've I think re- it's a personal thing. Yeah, I you know to me, like. It's going for a good cause, but I look at that that chafe. I mean, it's seventy five dollars plus another fifty dollars minimum for fundraising. Donation. Yeah, yeah, for fundraising, yeah. and it's like it's a hundred miles. Yeah, that, you know that's more than what I had with possibly, and I blew off the the TT, but mm-hmm. you know that's more than than what the R, uh, you know the RC three. What was. was that on him? Fee. I don't even. It was uh, 150 bucks. Yeah, for three races. But mm-hmm. so you're, seat you're 50 is, bucks a race, <coughs> and you didn't race one of them. Yeah. But seat time That's is everything. Time. So that's with regist- uh, all the fees that they've tacked sure. on there. See, I, I I don't know what your entry fee was for the 24 hours, but you get 24 hours yeah. of something. Seat time is everything. Mm-hmm. BWR, you get. I took me 10 hours. 10, 10 hours, hours of something plus an awesome pre-race. Well put together, two hundred bucks is not is nothing when that's when that's the overall experience you're okay. getting. I mean, I I so I've raced rally cars and you have a weekend. It's all about seat time. You mm-hmm. you're sit you're in your car, you know, all day Friday night, all day Saturday, whatever for seven hundred and fifty bucks. Mm-hmm. Seven hundred and fifty bucks, and you're wow. all your, you know, you're starting stopping going from here to there and it mm-hmm. that's starting to get to be extreme but it's all about the experience if it's a one-day race and you're out there for four hours then then there's got to be some mental limit on the amount sure. that you're paying 50 bucks 60 bucks whatever and 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 not to be snobby but the the underclassmen women of cycling are always going to pay not as much, but they don't get as much. Where I always took my my set fifty or sixty seventy percent of my total entry fee mm-hmm. and threw it at the one two pro category mm-hmm. because those guys spend twenty twenty five hours on their bike a week, and half of them work part time so that they can be a bike racer. So so there's prize money, you know. I mean, so you know, cutting your teeth early on you're going to pay maybe not as much just certainly not as much as an entry fee but you don't get as much in return the whole you know feel good about your um experiences like hey i'm trying to get to here so that i can get this yeah. so is there a particular group 
in the race dynamic that's more difficult to satisfy it's that the, you see i find that it's the i find that it's the older generation the older generation and, okay. and the ones too i was about to say in the elite okay. categories yeah, elite. Yeah, yeah those two are if i didn't have this exact thing at this exact time then i'm going to be pissed i'm going to write a letter and i'm going to make sure that the, that next year it's worse and the money that's how they if always the money's are. not there they complain yep I've also been in a follow car like this last Vance Creek I helped out with. We followed the Force Fives. We had three people. We had more than I had everybody in my truck. Three or four people that flatted or crashed. They were the happiest cyclists, even though they'd crashed and one got a flat that they were just even there. No pitching and whining and all that. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I think it's it's very hard to please that upper crust of what their their expectations because their expectations have been set on other races they've been to mm -hmm. where the maybe the funding is better maybe the you know yeah. i mean they don't they can't differentiate between like this is a really great race i don't make much or i don't get anything yeah. but this is a great race to race i had a uh, a person contact me prior to the event um we as i said earlier we had to have a volunteer for every team and mm -hmm. uh, the team had to say hey we're bringing Alex, Alex is going to be our volunteer for a four-hour shift. Some teams did it with one of their riders. If you had a 10-person team, somebody said, you know, I'll serve yeah. the shift in the middle yeah. of the day or something like that. And they did that. And I had one person individual contact me, and this person was asking about being fed as the volunteer. And um, we didn't include free meals for the volunteers in this case because – we were trying to, you know, get all the stuff, and I mean the the it's the, four hours. Yeah, and the, and the meals <laughs> yeah. and the meals we had multiple food trucks at the venue, and and they were five to seven dollars a meal. And this person, I said, responded, I said, no, we're trying to keep costs as low as we can. We're feeding our athletes, and, and we're we're also providing affordable options for everybody else who's there. And this person's first response was, in a very snarky type of response, um, well, wow, I can't believe you wouldn't feed us after what we're doing. Um, I've been to other races where they fed the volunteers and things like that. And Paper and jelly sandwiches. Yeah. And it reminded <laughs> me, it reminded me of what you just said. It's like, well, you're comparing our race to another race. Please don't do yeah. that. You yeah. can't do that. Yeah. It's not fair. Come, don't do it if you don't want to. Yeah. Do and, and, and you should talk to the people who asked you to volunteer about maybe one of them giving up or pay. Hey, let's all chip in seven bucks to buy Alex a, right. a, a dinner because this person came here yeah. to help us with this, with this meal. Yeah. Not the race promoter and the race director who's trying to just yeah. eek by I, I just I find it so funny especially once again through this social media format where people are so willing to ridicule I told this person I said I am the person at the on the microphone at the start finish line I would love to speak to you in person about my justification for not providing meals for the volunteers nobody ever came up to me well yeah Never somebody they probably mentioned it to somebody and they said oh, you're stupid <laughs> well something that's also frustrating is it's like i find that one it does help the race itself if you are willing to actually take your time and like i know like money is money obviously sure if anybody gets it it's me um but first of all paying to um not only support really cool local causes like one of like uh, the beer garden at the race was sure but also you support really cool local businesses that are willing to contribute to something that is bike racing yeah i guess I don't know if I really, I mean, I, hell, I worked the event. Yeah. And I was never, at no point was I ever like, I got to pay for this. That's annoying. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. I just, I, I have a hard time understanding people's ability, willingness to complain when they just don't have to come back. 
and there are people that are genuinely doing their best. I mean, I've you know, sure, I've, I've I understand there are some events that are probably insanely priced and they're ripping you off and things like that. Then just don't come back. Or if somebody recommends it to you, or somebody asks you for your opinion, you tell them, you know, nah, it wasn't my thing. It didn't work for me. But you don't have to go online. You know, I mm-hmm. we had another person who just when we announced the race said too expensive. I'm not going to come. And they said that on our Facebook page. I remember and that. I'm just going, yeah. you fucking dick. Mm-hmm. Don't type it. Just yeah. don't fucking yeah. type it. And don't, don't come. Yeah. Don't be that person. Yeah. Um, Find another. Do you know event if they then? ended yeah. up coming anyway? No. No. Oh, that'd be pretty funny. I, 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 I don't know people... if they did. <laughs> yeah. But, but I mean, you never know. They, yeah. <laughs> like, I, okay. Now, you know. there's also a big thing about the 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 elements of uh, weeknight racing. The you know these these Tuesday night these Wednesday night these things like this that are potentially more harmful to the sport because you've got these people who just put on their weeknight races they get it over with and weekend racing is being killed because of it it's it's going to attract a less a lesser crowd um, it's going to be much more a local draw but is is weeknight racing a positive or a negative on the sport? It's a positive. Mm-hmm. You think so? Yeah, Without just a because doubt. it's a race. I don't. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, and I'm going to bring it back to because I didn't get to chime in on the on the you negative yeah. part. But yeah. um, I think when people dump money into it, uh, whatever it is, to me, and I, I mentioned earlier, paying that that money to go do the chafe. I, I personally, it's my personal thing. It's not really worth my money. It's for a good cause. Sure. That's how I'm going to justify it, you know. Um for the RC3, uh, right before the start, there were the, the promoters, this is their first time they're putting on this race. They're cutting their teeth. They're learning. They're, we're getting something on the east side. You know, I, I give them tons of credit. You know, good job. And I was uh, waiting for the start of our, our race, and they had to collaborate all, all races, not break down categories mm-hmm. like they wanted because they didn't get enough volunteers for follow and it, to make the race safe. For the road race. For yeah. the road race, yeah. yes. Uh, so 57 milers all launched off at the same time. Which means they probably had people in the morning saying, dude, I can't make it. Well, and they, they fair, fair enough yeah. is they, I mean, these guys are gunning ho. They want to get it done. They probably counted on people saying, yeah, I'll volunteer. Mm-hmm. But we all know how hard it is to really establish a volunteer base and Especially road racing is the most boring of all the races to volunteer. Oh, yeah. So you even uh, a couple of years ago was it uh, RVP? You, you on Facebook mm-hmm. pictured like you know you announced it's going off and you sat around for what? I waited two hours? For, for three plus <laughs> three, hours. Yeah, yeah. all, all to, by myself the finish, at the yeah. finish venue. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's not a fun thing. So, but anyway, so I right before the race, it started off on this high school out in the middle. Of you know, mm-hmm. wheat fields and mm-hmm. stuff. And oh, I found wow. a place by the school where you could get into, but you couldn't get into the school. It's just for some shelter from the wind yeah, and stuff. Breezeway kind and of the, Yeah, right. it's, and it all closed off. And, yeah. and this guy comes in, he sees me, and he comes in, and he's from, he, he told me the town, I'm not going to say, but yeah. anyway, he's just like, I'm tired of this bullshit. You know, he goes, I'm at this age category. I'm tired of racing with these younger guys, and they throw us all together and blah, blah, blah. And he goes, I'll never come back to this side of the state, you know. And I'm thinking, you don't have to Yeah. the whole time. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a state championship for you. 
It doesn't matter. Race the best you can. I mean, this is a situation. They don't know the promoters. They don't know anything. Yeah. It's not like they're like, let's get all these people from the West Side over let's here and screw them over. Them over. Yeah. 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 As they're rolling in, you know, yeah. Scrooge McDuck piles they of money They try to give the best like they can. That. And the more it, it more if you support these type of races, the better they grow, the better support, the better the mm-hmm. prize list. And then the more split up. It yeah. Be. Yeah. To, with with history, you'll have more volunteers. Yeah, you'll have you'll everything have that starts coming together. To, yeah, yeah. I started the, one of the biggest three on three basketball tournaments in in the world is Hoopfest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it started in 1990. I was I didn't volunteer. I actually played in it mm-hmm. to see the size of it. It was one of those things that slew, slowly grew to the point where it is now. It's the largest, mm-hmm. and so. Yeah, it just takes time. We had the Washington Trust Classic, the largest pro amateur race yeah. in this country of the United States here. Davis Finney, we had Michael Zanoli, we had everybody. Yeah, everybody yeah. was here. Yeah. And the unfortunate part of the entire thing is is one per- pissed off person is going to tell 10. Yeah. One happy person is going to tell two. two. Yeah. yeah. And and all of a sudden you're dealing against us, especially with our social media. Put the fucking keyboard down. I guess I'm saying. Um, yeah. Well, and just to top off, just one more thing. No, that's, to me, yeah, it's that's like keep that in mind if you're going to a race, and 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 go to the promoter when you ask this person, hey, let's talk. Yeah, don't go social. Don't go try and broadcast and beat a drum. Yeah, it, tell them say, hey, this and this were good. I like this part, but these are where I can think. Yeah, I, I think it should improve. improve. Yeah, and and then this race can continue Constructive on. Constructive criticism yeah, is a powerful huge. tool. Mm-hmm. And and then, next thing you know, we have more races, yeah. as opposed to be like, screw it, all I hear is negative. And yeah. that's probably what all you're getting right now. Yeah. No, so. actually, it's it's incredibly good right now. Um, I had one guy come up to me in person and say, hey, I loved this event. If you guys could put a row of porta potties down farther in the camping area, I'd love that so I don't have to walk a quarter of a mile to take a piss or something like that. And I was like, yeah, shit, you're right. You know, if we can get a get the pump truck down that way yeah. and clear the road, we'll do that yeah. for you next mm-hmm. year. And and you know, people were like, "Oh my gosh, the change is this and this was great and that was great and the other thing was great." And you know, and if as always, if somebody wants to come up to me and say, "Uh, oh, this didn't work, you know, the prizes weren't that great." You know, fuck I hate people who complain about prizes, but uh, <laughs> you know, um, uh, it, you know, those are the things that that, There's that a make lot of a race better. That, mm-hmm. that don't get prizes anymore. Yeah, you're lucky to get a race. Yeah, but you know, yeah. good job getting. How prizes. about speaking of that? How about how about event sponsors? Um, how are sponsors? How easy are sponsors to obtain, if at all? Uh, who do you seek out? Um, how critical are they to for an event to be successful? I will, I, you know, again, we are a, a podcast sponsored by a fueling company, two fueling companies, a different com- fueling, uh, energy fueling company uh, sponsored this event, but they donated money, they donated product, they brought people there, and they were the title sponsor of the event. And without them, we would have had a more financially difficult time putting this race together. They agreed to a four-year commitment to this event. That's awesome. This mm-hmm. is this this is a company that's putting themselves into the sport to make things happen. I I don't know if my partner and I would be motivated to do four years if these people wouldn't have said, we're in, four years, mm-hmm. do it, mm-hmm. let's go, let's go. Yep. And so but the two of us are like, oh, shit, I guess we're going to go. Yeah. How critical are these sponsors and how hard Huge. are they to, uh, to obtain? 
have you have you had you know jack you've tr- you've you've tried to do it yeah you, know, so, you had to do it yeah with initially with vance creek so i i was lucky enough one of our um first cycling coaches doug stewart was the uh north american president yeah. at fsa yeah so he gave me he gave me um fencing fsa fencing like 300 feet for the finish area and at the time i finished on the steep climb of vance creek so i was able to make it look pro and kind of mm-hmm. you know come around the corner and you got some fencing that says fsa he gave me tons of, of product like just some things were just small the, like the smallest things fsa makes mm-hmm. and then chain ring some, bolts. some good th- i was yeah. gonna say <laughs> chain ring bolts that's so weird yeah. yep probably yeah. packs of that and pulleys or i don't yeah. know you know yeah. so so I was able to basically get most of my um, uh, other than elite category prize prizes from this sponsor. Sure. So therefore, I was able to not have to pay you know money to any lower categories because I was covered, and then pay all the money to the to the elite category. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, usually, an women, elite rider doesn't need a set of wheels. They they or, need cash to get to to the next race race. yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. so so that was huge i mean that was similar to what you ran into with your your new sponsor so it was amazing i mean it made it look that it gave the event some some clout you know how about sponsors that are outside the bubble that aren't cycling industry oriented that that might not be within that i mean what is the benefit for them um well at washington trust it's it you know, the okay, thing nice. is cycling yeah. is considered, you know, the, when we had that uh, Washington Trust Classic here, is it's getting that name out, the brand that are associated with something that's healthy. People see cycling as healthy. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how you have to market They're like yeah, a title sponsor at Bloomsday now. Are yeah. They, yeah, mm-hmm. so they, or have been for many yeah. years. So. Multicare does, yeah. I, I think, several events. And, yeah. and, you know, so that's what you're doing is, is trying to – you know, tag yourself with healthy events yeah. and support. So it was it was interesting. Some of the comp companies we were contemplating searching and tracking down uh, beer sponsors because beer and mountain biking we love beer together perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, at one point, we were contemplating talking to a uh, a marijuana CBD, yeah, CBD and yeah. TA and even THC. Mm-hmm. You know, because it it's just a cultural thing, Pretty and sometimes sweet. CBD products are definitely associated with mm-hmm. that that mm-hmm. health industry. That's and then the they are cash idea. heavy. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. solely cash heavy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, what are <laughs> what are some of the things that are overlooked that can make an an, uh, an event better? Let's say you're putting one on. Um, I made a point to, to kind of do what you were talking about, Jack. I went around through the finish area and put up as many banners as I could because yeah. I wanted it to be this flashy area. Yep. Yep. Eric, my my co-race director, had these inflatable, goofy, you know, a couple of them were like pineapple-looking things. And, Still, though. Yeah, uh-huh. and they were just, you come into this area even in the middle of the night and everything's lit up and they're That's glowing awesome. and moving around. Yeah. He, had yeah. a, he put up a huge movie screen and we played YouTube videos throughout it. Oh, you know, in, cool. the, in the yeah. in the, in the, in the infield at night leds and i'm gonna i'm gonna talk to jackson specifically about this one the importance of an event announcer somebody on a microphone saying announcements saying rider names as they cross the line that is huge educating an audience watching a crit about what 
bicycle races. Well, yeah, because half the people mm-hmm. watching the crit are locals yeah. that just came to the bike race. The yeah. other half are bike racers. Yeah, I'm not saying you have to hire yeah. somebody who's got an experience with it, but some somebody local who knows bike racing, who's willing to talk about it and say, you know, five laps to go, even calling out preems. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I think it's really important, especially because it does, like you said, it educates the viewer, but it also um, it's really important. I found with the crit to um, have like to listen to your announcer. Like I said, in my yeah. race recap, you know, mm-hmm. that's, that's why I attacked for it. Um, but also I think, um, a race announcer and also, uh, music. Yeah. You don't yeah. think about it, but music yeah. is really like a, is a big thing. It can bring a, like the right type of music can really bring in, like I mentioned before, an atmosphere yeah. Yeah. to an event that you wouldn't get if it was just dead silent. And that is what I think makes the road race part of s- cycling boring. Yep. Mm-hmm. You don't yep. like it's just in the middle of nowhere. It's some people going, yeah, and then that's it. A yeah. Finish line. Yeah. If there were, imagine yeah. if there was like some sort of music coming at the finish line. Stevie Aoki. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like who? what? Yeah. See, I have no idea. What, what the fuck were you geez, just saying? Holy crap! Who's that, guys? <laughs> no, who is it really? Are you just he's, naming an he's artist? He's the one that gets. He's got. He's got the 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 dance, the cake throwing. You guys haven't. You don't. Anyways, I yeah. th- <laughs> uh, but I, Sorry, I do Jack, I, I do think that experience out. is um I don't have any crickets. I wish I had a cricket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway. You don't? I don't. But but I do think that experience is is uh important cuz I, I, I think otherwise you're not going to it's not going to be entertaining. Yeah. Well, and, and you're right of everybody, you know, when you finish photos, you know, even if you're taking a picture of your husband or your wife or whoever's yeah. crossing the line. Race, race if there's, photos yeah, are awesome. Yep. Even if there's last place, you see them crossing, they're happy. That's that's huge. And if yeah. there's a stage as opposed to like steel gates and like a, a you know, painted line, it's, yeah. it, it makes well, it, like it makes end it of a more entertaining. Yeah. Your yeah. your race is very much the endurance race like the end of a triathlon twice as long. But yeah. mm-hmm. you know, you, you we had a photo backdrop built. We had podiums. Yep. Yeah. We had a, yep. a hammer hammer nutrition. I keep you know Music I don't, is a I don't big want to thing. cross that is cross music, sponsors. Music's but huge. They they provided yeah. a actual custom podium setup with nice. with the, our logo on it, which was a really cool thing for them to supply. Yeah. Awesome. I think that's part of when mountain biking took off is that you had an enclosure of people, and yeah. there was always this stuff we're talking about. And gravel is the same thing. Yeah. Now, out on the course, gravel is as boring as fuck. It is. It, yeah. it, it is terrible. <laughs> it's just the start and finish is yeah. the exciting part. Yeah. 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 But a crit or, or now cross-country uh, mountain biking, which is a tighter course than mm-hmm. it used to be, I mean, you've seen people come by once every minute and a half, two minutes, yeah. maybe up eight minutes on a cross-country course. Mm-hmm. Then you can create that atmosphere. Yeah. So an infield, it's an yeah. infield is yeah. important. Huge. Yep. That race village feel to it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Now I'm, I'm I'm you know I'm also for the person listening going oh my god I was just thinking of putting on a little tiny bike race. Great. Yeah. Then do that. You know you don't have to have a four thousand watt sound system. You don't have to have all this f- fancy equipment. In some cases it could be you with a stopwatch in your hand. You know putting on a time trial series. To get started. Cut your teeth. Yeah. And just kind of saying, hey, guys, we're going to do a, just a, kind of a fun get-together time trial series on Tuesday nights. And I'm going to pick a course, and we go out and do it. Or or I remember there was a local cyclist who, who created a Strava segment and said, uh, anytime between noon and 8 p.m. on Thursday, 
this Strava segment, we're going to rank who, who gets the top mm-hmm. spaces on that. It's not a full race, but it's a reason to go out and do something. And it's cutting your teeth and trying to organize these things and, and getting these things happen. Because I think, um, again, if, if, you know, if we all want a race, we're going to have to give up a race yeah. to make a race. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's so critical. Um, if today, if you were gonna, if you were in charge of an event, what would you go out and promote right now? Crit, crit, mm-hmm. downtown crit, downtown crit. You took my answer, <laughs> Jack. Downtown <laughs> yeah, crit. Yeah, I just uh, probably from the E is I. I honestly may take over Vance Creek, so that's a road race. So okay, just you're just gonna take it back. Maybe yeah. because I'd hate to see it die. Okay, so it's your baby. Good for it's, you. It's kind of my baby. In you know, I'm a surrogate second daddy to the baby <laughs> yeah 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 but Jackson. um i have an idea of a specific location of a crit in this very city which i would like to do um but i'm 23 and it Where? costs a bit i've showed you the course it's up north um oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah around that park yeah yeah i think it's a corbin park nope no. uh it's a, it's a different park um it's i it it's one of those up north, but it's a it's a good place. Closed off, got a hill in it. Yeah, but parks I'm, parks are scary sometimes if you have a gigantic park because people are walking and they don't pay attention to yeah. when they cross the road. But that but one's one a isn't line is of nice. sight. Every it's the whole park is just a flat square and you can see everywhere on mm-hmm. it. You line the, you line it with with fencing or something like that. Mm-hmm. And you're I think it's a pretty good place for it. Yeah. There's only like four entry or like yeah. maybe six entries to it. So yeah, it, that's how you have to think as a promoter. Yeah. Make it simple. Yeah. But I've always thought Spokane has some great parks. Yeah. And have a park series and then the ultimate being downtown by the Riverfront Park. And that's mm-hmm. where you bring all the money. But there sure. would be a mm-hmm. awards. You could have one every month. Yeah. Uh, well, we have enough parks. You could probably do from April, probably two every If you could every permit month. them. With mm-hmm. the yeah, that's yeah. the yeah. thing. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah. And that's where the cost comes. But yeah. if you started with one, keep building. Yeah, and if you know music, Tulsa, Tulsa Tough that, started. Yeah, Tulsa exactly. Tough started with one. I hate yeah. to say this, but you know, Spokane promotes over a hundred running rate. No, more than that, oh, over a hundred running races yeah. a year. But I th- I want to say it's like two hundred run, running races yeah. a year. It's yeah. something ridiculous, and we have a hard time with a handful yeah. of mm-hmm. bike races. The races I'm playing around with, and I've mentioned it before, and listeners, I've had a couple listeners comment and say, when the fuck are you going to do this? Um, number one is a, is a weeknight time trial series of, of just 10 buck. I call them 10 buck TTs. Yeah. You show up, you pay me 10 bucks cash on the spot, and you get a timed race. Mm-hmm. And and I have a table of prizes and swag at the end of it. And that's it's that's super a, simple. It's fun. Would, it's kicked back. It's relaxed. Uh, second one is... Uh, it's gravel based. I, I I wanted to call them criteriums, grit, criteriums, which is a which is a dirt area, but it's it's a one to two mile circuit, and you do a either a weekend or a weeknight race, and you just say, okay, we got three groups going, and group A, group B, group C, you know, forty five minutes plus one lap or something like that, and you just do it. Um, I and that's that's one of the other things I was thinking about. Um, and I now that I'm I I popped my proverbial cherry on being a race director. <laughs> I'm I'm I think it's time to make a downtown crit happen. Mm. Sometimes these things you think they're too big to happen, but you got to just pick away at it. Just one little mm. thing at a time. And and what you also have to do 
is you have to book the date. It's just like signing up for a race. You have to say, okay, on May 29th of 2023, this crit's happening. I think June is a good one. Yeah. It seems Mm -hmm. to be packed in in state of Washington, three in in the first of May and the first this next weekend we have three yeah. stage races. Yeah, that are tied together. We do. It's like, it's that's our racing. Yeah, mm. and so you say that's the date. This yeah. you you get the permits. You you pay for the permits, and you say here we go. You open registration because by the way, that's your financial start. People sign up for the race. You have a little bit of capital money that you can use to pay for your event. Um, and that's the important thing. And that's why most races are begging people to not sign up the day of the race because they're not sure they're going to make it financially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing for everybody out there. Just fucking sign up. You know, drink too many beers one night and just sign up for a fucking race. <laughs> that's what you do. That's well, all I always do. Yeah. yeah. My That's exactly what my wife signs us up for more races and buys uh, different videos like, you know, yeah. workout videos. Yeah. Drunk. Yeah. yeah. I mean, buzzed. I won't All right. yeah, Drunk's negative. Yeah, now yeah, that I'm thinking right. about it, I have two ideas. Your downtown crit, one, think about how cool it would be. To Twilight. Twilight. Yeah, yeah, to do it on the 4th of July, yeah. especially in our oh, downtown. Shit. It'd be a nightmare, of course. There's yeah. a lot of people, yeah. but I think that would be cool. And also, yeah. dovetail it the day before Hoopfest. The streets are already closed down. Or the day after Hoopfest, streets are already closed down. Just get rid of the hoops. Yeah. You have a course right <laughs> yeah. there. Um, How about July 3rd? Yeah. Just saying, you know, the day well, before July. So, 4th, so, know. but that's that could be a Wednesday. I don't know. So, I mean, I don't mind. Anyway, so there, so there we go. So, what I'm saying is, I'm and, self-employed. And, and this is another, <laughs> this is another call uh, to to you guys out there listening. Um, tell us your ideas. I'd I'd love to hear. You know what? I also have an idea. If you're putting on an event, would it benefit? You know, we had this writer who came to my event. Because she heard about it on this show. Would it benefit your event to have a page on packfiller.com that lists listeners' events? Would it benefit your event for me to say in a segment of the show before we sign off, hey, everybody check out blah, 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 this weekend happening wherever your region may be. It doesn't have to be local. I, you know, it, uh, what I'm saying is, is I want I think that's bike cool. races to yeah, happen because there's not enough as it no. is, yeah. and, and any free promotion is is good promotion. Yeah. Yep. yeah, I'm a thousand percent supportive of just making bike races happen. They don't have to be locally; they could be in Timbuktu, and I would still be able, I would still take a second of the show to say, hey, the you know every week we could just mention the next weekend's races coming up, or or even you know farther ahead of time or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. Just these are the things that pop into my head that that I think we need to do to help bike racing. Good idea. Happen. Mm-hmm. All right, there we go. There's the end of that topic. So should we just try to play around with a little news to round out the show? Yeah. We're at 124, so we notice the pink. Yeah, six the, minutes. The color. Yeah. Pink, pink. Yeah. Pink paper. That's the last of the pink paper. Who had this one honest picked? Who had Shai Hindley from Bora Hansgrove sealing overall victory at the Giro on Sunday, safely negotiating the final time trial, which was won by Mateo Sobrero from Bike Exchange Jayco. Hindley lost the pink jersey in the Giro's final day two years ago. 
That uh, was a that that should have been some sort of like, hey, he's on my yeah. radar. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody like, pick him? No. No. Nope. Nope. Um so uh Carapaz did all he could. Uh, and but I do have a question about that, but uh First question, was this a Jai Hindley win or was this a Richard Carapaz loss? No, huge win. Huge win. Yeah. I mean, he proved it by, you know, losing the final time trial to uh, Teo Deghardt, yeah. you know, two mm-hmm. years ago. I think he always was there. I think he's overlooked. He changed teams. Bora was, you know, for me, it's like they were in transition. They got rid of. Peter Sagan. Sagan. Yeah. yeah, it's like, who who gets us all together all at once? So that's why it, that was overlooked. Well, and he was three seconds so, behind. If, it, mm-hmm. it's, it's different if he's a minute and a half, two minutes behind, and Carapaz has a hugely horrible day. And mm-hmm. he, Which he did. And then he's yeah. handed. Yeah, but then he's handed the win. He was three seconds behind. There was yeah. no he was handing. There. He was on lock. Yeah, there the was hole. no yeah. handing that win. He was. You don't think that Carapaz blew better. some opportunities to increase that gap earlier in this earlier in the Giro? Well, I think I don't know if Carapaz. This is my opinion. I don't think Carapaz is a three week, three week type of rider, hmm. because I think and Dan Lloyd mentioned this. I uh, watched the GCN Racing News show yesterday. Um, that he said it was it was more of a boring kind of. Jiro uh, because of the lack of action in the mountains, which I do agree with. Um, but I also think that I think Carapaz uh, really, in a way, is kind of new to this three week tour thing, even though obviously he's won one and gotten second in another. Um, but he, uh, I, he relied a lot on the team. He, he, I, you didn't really see like a ton. You saw a little, but you didn't see a ton of him going out for more. Yeah. Um, and Jai Hindley could follow every single thing that he did until the last. They were just very equal. Yeah. And so I think to answer the question that you said, I think it is both a loss for Carapaz and a win for Hindley because I think Carapaz didn't take uh, his opportunities, but I also think that I don't know if he's got it in the tank. He, we've been kind of like saying, oh, we won the Giro that one year. Where has he been mm-hmm. after that? You know? Um, but I also think that Hindley played it well. He played it smart. He played it careful, and he knew the team he had. And also, I think Bora. Sorry, I'm talking a lot, but I also no. think no, no, no. Bora played it really well um, that day that Hindley took it too. Kemna went up the road. Mm-hmm. Yep. Came and that was yep. so. That was spot on. And where were in, where was Ineos? They just did their train, and it didn't work yet again. Yeah, I and was left alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, well, and I agree. And I think that's if if you think back and Froome's wins, they're boring. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, stage racing can, in a whole, be very boring. It's a, if you're just watching the GC, yeah, it's there's going to be days after days that are just not that interesting. So, yeah. I think this year, this year's Giro, and listening to quite a few podcasts, the thing is, a lot of people are like, it's really polar. A lot of people really liked it, or they really didn't. Yeah, like that's it. what I'm hearing too. Yeah, yeah. and it, it's really bizarre to me. If you break it down, the the GC stages were close, but there was like a gap in between. But there was some great racing in between that, or the breakaways were getting, you know, usually it's breakaway eight, goes up and eight, then the nine GC race. Yeah. Yeah. And there, but there was good racing up the road. Yeah. But then, Always. but then the race of the leaders was actually pretty good at the, towards the end. I mean, it, it 
it it kept those two within three seconds and yeah. and mm-hmm. there was a race there's yeah. like a race here yeah yeah exactly and, then, and there's always a race here and they're two different races but you know i will right. say that i think if it were if it weren't for two riders i think the zero would have been way worse i think if biniam gourmet and matthew vanderpool were not in that race i think it would have sucked way more yeah. animating it, yeah yeah animating that, that race yeah. yeah, on a different level. On, yeah. And yeah, if you're looking at it on a daily level, I, I think I think uh, Ineos is. I, I think their style, uh, people know how to attack it, and I think Bora played that to a mm-hmm. T. Mm-hmm. Um, I think to me the star of, I like what what Vanderpool did. Yeah, I, I think he's he's kind of sliding into what Sagan has done, like the sure, yeah. you know. The Easy whole pineapple pizza dilemma yeah, going whatever. on. He's just well, playing know, with fun. it. It was fun. Good yeah. on him. Yeah. But as the most uh, surprising person is Camna. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That guy, from the get-go, he was putting pressure. I mean, so Bora had like four guys in the top ten. It's like, wow, these guys. They started falling off. But Camna was there, and they had they put him up front towards that last stage to fall back. And that was that key moment. Mm. And 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 everything was played off of that, and and Enios did their train to the point that they exploded, mm-hmm. and, and and of course, like all GCs, people crash, get sick. So Port, what Port, would happen if Richie Port was yeah. there? Mm-hmm. But he was sick, you know. And so, but you can't you can't look back. You you just this is the cards that you have played, mm-hmm. and I thought Bora did a fantastic job, and I thought it was a very great. Uh, Grand Tour, interesting to watch almost every stage except one. There was a long, flat, yeah, you know, yeah, a sprint stage. So. The, even the win by DeHent, Thomas DeHent, oh, was, was, awesome. was such awesome. a great stage, yeah. you know, and that, yeah, that was such a, mm-hmm. a, a fun thing to watch. Is the Giro always going to just be the ugly stepchild for the Tour de France? I think it's, I think it's a glamorous one. I, I think do. the Tour, personally, I think the Tour is so big that you know. That everybody watches. I watch it all the but time. You're but never the, gonna take, the best you're never going to see are the, the best in the sport potentially line up at the Giro. Yeah, nope, well, you do. Not yeah. anymore. It's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not the World Seriousness. It's the cool three. It's yeah. the cool three-day, three-week yeah. tour. Yeah. Yeah. The reason why I disagree is because I don't think – I think it used to be. I don't think it is anymore. I think if you want the best of the best, if you want Taddy Pogacar and Primo's Roglic yeah. showing up, you're going to get the tour yeah. every year. I think it's – brings the most amount of attention it, i don't know about prize money but i bet you it's probably got the biggest p- pocket as well uh, without yeah. a doubt yeah um but i do agree that it in some ways can be entertaining because you enter the race not knowing what's going to happen i think the vuelta is the ugly stepchild I you do love okay the vuelta. do you yeah oh yeah I, it's I've last it. I, I would love yeah, the vuelta. i love the vuelta it's just so late in the year i think that's what you're you're burned out on fall asleep <laughs> yeah yeah really really well the yeah. racing was so good and we've talked about this like yeah a bunch, but yeah. the racing was so good, and and a lot of the guys that get feel gypped at the tour, yeah, they rock. That's the very flow. true. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. true. And Roglic last year was he didn't he didn't hold the jersey for most of the yeah. Vuelta. Mm-hmm. He lost it. He gained it. He lost it. You know. Yeah. Gypped so. at the tour mm-hmm. wins the Vuelta. Yeah. 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 There we go. That's if it. you had to give, if you had to give the Giro a letter grade, what would you give it? But as a standalone race, not comparing to the tour, not compared to anything else, letter grade, Jackson. Um. I'd give it a B. Okay. Just because of the lack of GC action. Okay. Mm-hmm. Jack. 
I'd probably a, an A minus from lack of stars showing up, sure. but good racing. Yeah. Just just a different group of people that aren't you know quite the stars. Yeah, so. Paul. A minus only because it would be interesting to see quite a few people like Adam Yates after he crashed, he hurt his knee. That would yeah. be nice. I mean, it was no fault of the design of the course or who was there. I mean, I don't I don't really care. I want to see good racing. Mm-hmm. But then Ronan Bardet also getting Losing sick. Bardet sucked really yeah. good. That would have spun. Well. That would have spun everything you, you can mm-hmm. imagine. But that is, I I started thinking about that, but. Every two, Tour de France, you have all these potential winners. Yeah, and, you and lose by the half. by, yeah, yeah, by a week and a half, mm-hmm. it's just down to two. Yeah, that's why I'm going to give Giro at least an A minus because mm-hmm. it, because there was so long that it was still a three second lead between yeah. those, that, those leaders. That's amazing. In a tour, in a and here it's I am. Amazing. I said you couldn't compare it to the tour, but in a in a Tour de France, sometimes you're like a weekend. You're going well, it's, it's all minutes. over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So I mean, I. I yeah, I found myself at some points of this Giro going, God, it's kind of boring. Hmm. But then I went, wait, is it boring or am I still in classics mode? I found myself a lot of the time bartering whether or not I wanted to spend my time watching it. Yeah. Just especially like <clears throat> with the little amount of time I have, I don't, I think bartering my time for a tour and a Giro, I think the tour I will give up time to watch that really? but i don't know if i will for a zero because that is like the pinnacle of the cycling year sure. barring the classics i think some yeah. might say you're not a true cycling fan then jackson i'm joking i'm oh, joking yeah. i'm joking yeah yeah, yeah I, so. I, I, can, I can see that I, I think well that's why the tour is so heavy where all the stars aren't coming to the zero even mm-hmm. though it might suit their style better um because your sponsors Everybody, that's the money drive. All the money is. Everybody's yeah. at the tour. Yeah. But it, to be honest with you, you, try and think outside of '89. Try to think in '86. As in Americans, of course, those are exciting. Oh They're yeah. Little, you know, fight. Uh, but I mean, during Lance's period, they were pretty much boring. That was big. Two thousand and three. Big time gap. Yeah, two thousand and three was a great race. That was the only time I thought it was. What was the year that he caught the Muset bag on his break? That was two thousand and three. That was a great yeah. year. That was a. I remember. So that. And it came Ulrich and Pantani. Yeah, yeah. Pantani. Yeah. Yeah. Pantani was still. Was he there? Two thousand three. No, the Ulrich for sure. Vontu. Ulrich yeah. and yeah. and you had, um, what's his name? You broke his femur, Spanish oh. rider. Oh, uh, Joshipa Bullock. Yeah. 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 Well, there you go. That's that's our that's our big news story of the day. That's why I had pink paper because we we we, we talked too now long. Now going to but, yellow paper. But yeah, I might. Yeah, I got um, a whole Dauphiné ream. this got weekend. Dauphiné. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Classic des Alpes Martim was mm-hmm. today, and it was like watching fucking paint dry. <laughs> I'm so. Excited. No offense to Magnus ba- uh, Backstead and Jose Bean, but they were bored. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think they were bored out of their skulls. They wait to the last. There was no break. Uh-huh. It was just climbing, and it just nuts. Oh that's God, it was a bad race. I was race not is tough. entertained with it. Yeah. yeah. So uh, there we go. And um, by the way, let me know. Let me know out there what you what you think about this this little call to action there. This you know what. Tell us about your events. Tell us ideas for events. Tell us these types of things. Um, and and you know yeah well, well maybe I'll put a page together and we'll start talking about it cool. on the show so um there we go like subscribe tell a friend rate us on iTunes or whatever format that you tune in um, I guess that's it Jack we're not we're, how many more weeks do you have with you until you go to Hawaii and then move away from us and you, and you never call back <laughs> depends you on your plumbing <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
I I think I'm going to Hawaii in the I don't know the 14th of June or so for 10 days and maybe 12. What, how's I the think bike? It's 16 days. I I got to check in on the bike. To be quite honest, I haven't checked in since I paid him some money. So. Your priorities are so far uh, so out of whack. So far out of whack. So and then I get back from Hawaii and I might be here for a couple of days. Maybe we do a podcast. Well, we probably should. Jared. Yeah. Yeah. Then I'm gone until September. Then you're gone until September. But I mean, I can be on a screen. I can. Yeah. I can do it on the phone. It's yeah. been done before. Yeah. It's been yeah. Done. You, when we you guys were be. on your way to, to yeah. Belgian Waffle, I, we did a. Promise us you won't cook in the background like the diva did. <laughs> <laughs> Bang <laughs> pots, pans, knives, right. forks, hammer. I can, wood. Yeah. <laughs> Jackhammer. Yeah. Exactly. There we go. Hey everybody, thanks a lot. We. Will, I guess that's it. I guess we'll talk to you next week. Goodbye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.